What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond, Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. That's right, episode 138, and today we're going to be doing Black Magic and Black Magic 2. Woohoo! Yeah! So we're back into the Asian <laughs> horror. So uh, excited. Which these are some old uh, 70s, believe it or not, films, which are pretty, uh, you know, pretty odd and out there shit. Uh, from the Shaw Brothers, which if you guys don't know, Shaw Brothers did a lot of martial arts stuff uh, back in the day for many, many decades. And uh, they also did horror over the course of like two, three decades, you know, sparse throughout. Um, it didn't always end up perfectly, but there were usually some pretty wild, fucked up shit. So we're going to be talking about these two movies today. And uh, I'd never seen them just like on different websites and shit, just randomly. But Amazon, dude, Amazon has been like just pumping out all these like weird old movies. Right, now. dude. Like I was like, holy shit, there's like all these like Shaw Brothers films that you can't get in the United States, by the way. Yeah, it's crazy. Like you like I looked it up in the Blu-ray copies because this was in 1080p, both of these. Um they're on Amazon Prime Video, guys, for those of you who have access to it. Um, but the only 1080p copies are literally in the UK. So I was a little confused by that, but whatever. Uh, if you guys remember, we did like stuff like Boxer's Omen, Curse of Evil, like quite a few different um, other Shaw Brothers stuff. I don't know if, actually, I don't know if Curse of Evil was a Shaw Brothers, but I'm pretty sure it was. Oh. But anyway, Not that I remember, but it's the same director, I think. So, but anyway, so how have you been? What's going on with you? I've been fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Busy. It's fine. Just busy. Busy ass fucking week. She's been telling me. Busy ass fucking week. <laughs> Hang in there, Brittany. We're gonna make it through. In a week, I, and, and, and he subjected her to these like fucked up weird movies. At least it's fine. One of the things that I, I was like, I was like, okay, made me thank, watch worse. Yeah, I was like, thank God that these weren't like the super rapey kind like that we've seen in the past. Because I was like, oh fuck, yeah, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, th- these ones actually weren't that bad. They weren't that terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they were terrible but they weren't that terrible plus guys also we we do have we're going to be doing a couple of new movies that are coming out because we got jim jarmusch's fucking uh zombie film we got fucking bright burn coming up um maybe i'll do ma as like a video thing on the side or whatever i don't want to go to the theater for that right yeah that one's uh different i've been fucking 
playing a lot of video games with uh, some new buddies and shit. A lot of creative individuals and there were a lot of playing of the Mordhau game, which is like this old medieval game. <laughs> and fucking holy shit, dude, that like that game has consumed my fucking life. For those of you that only play on console, I hope you get a taste of this in the future because I'm pretty sure you will because this game's become really successful. There was a game called Chivalry back in the day that a lot of people liked too that was very similar to this actually. It's almost exactly the same. Only this has a little bit more uh, to it than those games. So, but I've been playing that with like a bunch of new people, and I'm gonna we've... start streaming just so people can watch how terrible I am at video games. <laughs> well, if you can be entertaining, that's all I really. Oh yeah, I'm hilarious. I scream. Oh, so you think basically the whole time? But <laughs> I'm so fucking bad at video games. I don't know why I'm so bad at them, but I'm just. Maybe because I don't care to learn how to actually. Well, play that's them. what I'm saying. Hey, yeah, it's practice. How I play like Mortal Kombat and shit. I just hit a bunch of buttons at the same time and hope I'm doing a combination. And then I end up beating the best undefeated person at fucking Mortal Kombat at a yeah. party. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. So. It's probably because like you're doing shit that nobody does. Yeah. <laughs> I like, literally, what this that? is what I do playing Mortal Kombat. Right. That well, that's my, homo- I, I would say like 90% of people who play that Any game. Any type of fighting game. The same with like the Pokemon ones or whatever it is. Smash Brothers. Like, I tend to try to play like a little bit of horror, like more horror. Yeah. But I've been well, stuck yeah. on that shit and we've been having a fucking blast. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll scream. We're out of fucking control. Like I wonder sometimes if like we're going to get in trouble for like streaming it or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're fucking out I'll of have control. To co- I want to come on one time when you do it. My favorite's when you like dropped your cup. Or whatever. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! That's actually one of my emotes because, like, when so you're fucking funny, <laughs> when you're an affiliate, you get to make like three different emotes, and one of mine is me going <laughs> like after I drop the cup that you're talking about. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, like, seriously, I know, I know, I talk about this, but seriously, come by the stream and hang out. I, I you know, we've been having a lot of fun. And uh, and we always have a good group of people talking about whatever, horror, fucking all that shit. But yeah, you should come by too, Brittany. Eventually. Jeez. Yeah, you should. I did yours once and it was actually really funny. I, well, you were I'd the like Jason to think game. I'm funny, but... Or the, the Friday the 13th Dude, game. Dude, the people that I've met, you would fucking have a riot with. Yeah. Like, like there seriously. Was like, there were only like two other people in the chat that day and I was y- like... If you like dick jokes, you're going to fucking love this. <laughs> then what you're saying is, <laughs> you need me. Yes, I need... We- <laughs> You're the uh, hero we all need. I'm Captain Dick Joke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, we're not going to be doing any news, so I think it may be that time. Yeah, it is. Fuck. Horse shots. This week, we're going to be obviously talking about Black Magic 1 and 2. And in these movies, they do a lot of rituals, like good, bad rituals. Witchery. Yeah, mostly like uh, love potions and death curses. Um, So basically, some of them are short and some of them are long. Fundamentals of witchcraft. Well, the death ones would be short, I would think. but (laughs) (laughs) Ideally. But in the movie, they do a lot of love potions, and uh, they always have these like weird green drinks. And I was like, well, maybe we can figure out some way to kind of combine some of the ingredients without actually using the real ingredients that they use in it. Uh, So we're coming up with this drink from the movies called a Love Kong Potion. One of the characters in the second movie is called Kang Kong, and I don't know why. He uh, Maybe it's just his name is Kong Kang, because, you know, they do the surname first, because mm-hmm. uh, these movies are made in China. Um, Hong Kong. Hong Kong. There's also, they said, one of them said China, 
but they they recorded the first one in like Malaysia or whatever. But Something. You get the point. Uh, so in the movie, they get these drinks. They have to do all kinds of weird shit, including titty milk. Uh, so why is there always titty milk in Asian films? <laughs> I think there's an obsession. Maybe it's just like mother Maybe. mother's milk or something. I don't I don't know something wholesome. Mike's milk. Mike's milk. Yes. <laughs> Uh, that was our Takashi Mike episode, guys. Um, Mike me crazy episode. Mike me crazy. Yeah. Um, but this one, so we figured, you know, in the movie they use a lot of titty milk, so we figured we use Bailey's, you know, to have titty the, milk. the milk. It's the same consistency, um, I guess. Yeah. So we also have, so you put a third of that in the shot. Uh, you can layer this, um, although I don't think the creme de menthe actually layers. Um, you could try if you know how, but. Uh, the, we also have Maker's Mark. You're going to put a third of that just to spice up the drink and make it a little bit stronger. And also, you're going to put a third of creme de menthe. So th- Bailey's, Maker's Mark, and creme de menthe. And, and like I said, you don't have to squirt any titty milk in it, but please... Well, you can if you want. Yeah, I mean, you can if you really want, but you will have to hang a dead animal from the person that you're going to put the mark on for love. So you're actually going to make them drink it, and you're not going to drink it at all. Yeah, you got to you have to hang the dead animal like outside of their house. Yeah, or it's 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 just a you it's know a weird thing. Yeah, it's just a thing. No, no big deal. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no big deal. <laughs> I mean, if you have a neighbor who you hate, it's no or... big thing. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, please don't kill animals. I'll don't. fucking murder you. I will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if you guys would love to try a Love Kong potion, all you have to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shots section. Now, that's it for horror shots. Horror shots. So mm-hmm. now is the time to dance into the magic spectrum of weird Asian and sometimes absurd Asian horror cult cinema of black magic, motherfuckers. <laughs> We're going to do that shit right motherfucking now. All right, guys, we're back, and we're going to kick it off with the first movie, obviously, which Brittany did. I've been doing all the the first ones of each episode, so I was like, Brittany, you do the first one this time. Yeah, Alex always gets it over with, and, nice and, and, and easy. And, and by the way, guys, just to preface this, when we do these old movies, they didn't have IMDb back in 1976, <laughs> so it's not exactly the most organized, and some of these pictures of these of actors and shit like that are very... It's like you can't even tell who's who. And like you go to their profile, it's pretty barren. Like you, it says where they worked or what they've worked on, but it's a little confusing. So, Brittany, why don't you kick it off? All right, guys. So we're going to start our fucking awesome week off with yes. Black Magic from 1975. An evil magician. Magician? Really? Pretty much. Makes money by charging people to cast deadly spells on the objects of their desires. I mean, I wouldn't call him a magician. That's what they said a bunch of times I, in the I movie. I guess that's true. I, I, whatever. This movie was directed by Meng Hua Ho. I'm going to say all these names really wrong. <laughs> so I apologize. I think you think you said it right. It's Meng, Meng Hua Ho. Holy shit, I did. He also went by Horace Mengua. I like that better. Yeah. Um, he's also directed The Kiss of Death, A Slice of Death, and The Psychopath, and several other movies, actually. Yep. 
Um, it was written by Quang Ni, who uh, wrote Deadly Melody, The Nine Demons, and The Sword Stained with Royal Blood. And we're going to cross over a little bit of ours. So like in mine, I have movies that I picked out specifically in part two, because these are the same director and writer. Oh, it is, huh? Like Alex talked about earlier, this is a Shaw Brothers production. So mm-hmm. some of the movies that they've done that you guys might be familiar with is... Um, the Devil's Mirror, Fists of Vengeance, The Boxer's Omen, which we've reviewed, Dynasty of Blood, and Five Deadly Venoms, so on and so forth. Yeah. They've done a lot of fucking movies. They've done a lot of really creative shit. Yeah. Lots and lots and lots of martial art movies. Yeah. It stars Long T, who plays Zoo. It's just X-U. Oh, Zoo, yeah. Zoo, uh, who's in Avenge Me. Death Duel and Palace Carnage, which is a dope ass name for a movie, and I kind of want to look that one up. Palace Carnage. Palace Carnage. It also has Lee Lo, who plays Lang, who is in Ghost Ballroom, Flying Dagger, and Black Spot. Has Ni Tien, who plays Luo, who was also in Hex, The Magic Blade, and Human Lanterns, which is another one that sounds that's on, amazing. That's on Amazon. Human Lanterns? Yes. The name is fantastic, so I'm like, it's probably not as great as it sounds, but... L- like, would it be too much, guys, that if we did another, <laughs> or would it be too much we to you? We need some break. I need a break. <laughs> Like, I, I just it's when I get in the mood for these weird Asian know, cult. Let me look up this one. Yeah. If it sounds like something I'm interested in doing, then we can do it the week after. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because yeah. Brittany won't be here next week. week, but we're going to have uh, one of my buddies uh, who goes by the name Try Hard Heroes um, on Twitch and YouTube. He's a big YouTube s- star. He's famous as shit. Actually, he'll laugh at me for saying that. But <laughs> <laughs> but I'll look, I'll mull it over. Yeah. <laughs> It also has Lily Lee, who plays Kuming, who is in The Web of Death, The End of the World, and One-Armed Hero. And last but not least, Feng Ku, who plays Shan, who is in Death Kick, The Vengeance, and Devil and Master. Okay. So, Alex, what were your thoughts on this one? Well, um, back when I was kind of like looking for weird Asian horror films, I had seen these movies on IMDb. And, you know, because when I was, we were doing like Curse of Evil, Boxer's Omen, they always give you like suggestions on IMDb of like what movies you might want to watch in case you are interested in this movie. So I always saw it pop up. So it's just been one of those ones. And I knew it was from the Shaw Brothers Library of Oddities. So I was like, you know, hey, let's do that. Which, as Brittany mentioned, they do a lot of really cool, like, kung fu, silly action films. They range from amazing to just weird. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a spell there where they wanted to do, you know, like, reach a different market with horror. And so they dabbled in some pretty, really, like, seriously odd gems. Um, but we've done a, quite a few um, Shaw Brothers outings on here before. So I was curious to see what these movies were all about. Which is kind of like my crusade on this podcast is to watch stuff that I've always been like, oh, I'd love to watch that. Well, now I have a reason and an excuse to. Not that I wouldn't have by myself. Right. But this is like the the chronicling of a man in horror. I mean, like, that's how I feel about this shit, too. So I'm like, I can't always be too mad at you. <laughs> you make me watch right. stupid shit because I'm like... I want to be culturally horror. You yeah, know what like, I mean? now I know things. This is fine. Right. Like, you've seen things that nobody else has seen. Yeah. Most people have not seen a lot of these Shaw Brothers films, let me tell you. Yeah. But I like weird... You know, so bring it on. 
Um, you know, I went in pretty blind on these two films. I knew nothing really about them other than what the, the story said. And really, I didn't even care of the pictures alone. I was just like, well, that's just weird. Let's just see what this is about. Um, but at first, the trailers I saw and I watched on them weren't all that interesting, really. But I knew that since it was a Shaw Brothers film, that there was going to be a lot more to it. But this is actually pretty tame on the weird spectrum of Shaw Brothers films. Honestly, it's not a, a terrible film, I would say. But I have heard that the second is much better uh, from a lot of different people. And I, before I tell you what I think, that's just what I've heard. Um, so I couldn't wait to see that next, too. So I was like, well, I got to see if these are connected. I'm going to watch this one. Check it out. Uh, but this one's pretty straightforward. Lots of love, death, black magic, white magic, even um, the main ingredients to a pretty silly fucking Asian cult film. But I wouldn't go rushing out to see it or own it, but I wouldn't mind adding it to my collection at some point if it came out on Blu-ray. I'm sure that it would probably be one of the more expensive ones just because it's not popular. Because um, I'm sure there's not a lot of people just like waiting for this. There are, but not as many as you would think. Yeah, there's probably like two. Right. Well, no, I'm definitely sure there's a <laughs> lot because there's a lot of people that were following them through the 60s, 70s, and 80s mm -hmm. uh, and so on. But the story's pretty interesting to me, and I and I actually enjoyed my watch. After watching Mo, a.k.a. Boxer's Omen, though, it severely pales in comparison to the weird shit, which is what I was hoping for. Yeah. Um, but this one kind of, you know, this one kind of comes out as a little bit more average at best. It's a very straight-laced kind of story with, like, a couple of weird moments in it. But it's still a pretty complex story, though. It had me lose kind of like what was going on a couple of times because they like flip it back and forth and it's like really hard to explain without spoiling it but there was a little bit of gore in it nothing shocking here guys so just your normal shit if you like kind of black magic stuff with like a quirky 70s story you might like it it kind of ranges from typical to what the fuck is happening i'd hope you know there would be a lot more black magic showdowns on offer but it was kind of lame still weird enough for some of you to find it fun lots of magic spells that are countered and recountered then countered again and so on and so forth lots of shitty people deceiving one another like most of their films in the horror genre and uh it's it's really kind of just a story of love and greed in a lot of ways um yeah. mixed in with some good and bad magic stuff to spice up the story i guess uh i didn't hate the movie but i i probably give it like a four I mean, if you like Shaw Brothers movies, you're, you should probably watch it, but it's definitely not going to be one for everyone. Um, and maybe not even the people that like those kinds of movie, they might not like it as much either, but they'll probably tolerate it more than the average person. So it's not the wild practical effects ones that you probably have come to love if you've seen Shaw Brothers movies. It still has a story that I found interesting enough, even if it takes a little too many turns too quickly. Now, I definitely suggest other movies in the Shaw Brothers catalog long before this, which, you know, these have Blu-ray copies from the UK, which I mentioned, and others don't. Like, Weird. Why? <laughs> Like, I mean, the first maybe. OK, well, I won't say the at least for the first one, I don't understand it. Um, but I guess it's just one of the more straight laced ones that they thought they can market a lot easier. Maybe um, Boxer's Omen or Seatings of a Ghost is more my speed, even though that or Oily Maniac, which both of those last two films are pretty rapey. 
So it's not exactly enjoyable, but Boxer's Omen definitely needs a Blu-ray treatment. So perhaps, like I said, they thought that these ones were more tame, although the second one does get a little bit wilder without spoiling it. So, but I'd say if you guys are into any of the stuff that I've mentioned, go nuts, watch it, check it out. It's up on Amazon Prime anyway. So if you're like bored and you're like, I just want to watch something weird. Yeah, this will this will do it. Yeah, it's what did weird. you think of it though? Like, I actually feel pretty similar to you um, on this. Like, there's a lot of layers to this movie. Yeah, which is strange that there would be that many layers to it. I I didn't anticipate that whatsoever. And I it, also- and it's hard to comment on the acting because it's like just yeah. typical fare for the time frame, I guess. Right. So I also would give it probably a four. Right. I feel like I was. A little underwhelmed. I expected a little bit more from it, right. I think, than what I got, which is surprising because typically when you look at like older, like Asian film, horror films like this, or in these genres, or Shaw Brothers in particular, like you typically get more of like a punch and like weirdness to <laughs> what you're experiencing. And this was pretty tame for the most part. Yeah. It had its moments where it was like just ridiculous, but like not in like so a weird way. Right. It was just a. Uh, over the top, like martial well, the, artsy way. The third act Ridiculous. does get a little weird. Yeah, it's, but, it's just bizarre. Yeah, and but sort of enjoyably bizarre, and also not enjoyably yeah. bizarre. So I don't, I don't know. Um, overall, I think that my experience with the movie was okay. Like I wasn't the happiest person in the world watching it, but I was laughing. Yeah, for the most part, probably a lot of times. Like at points, I shouldn't be because that's my typical mo. I think. <laughs> um, the dubbing for this is hilariously bad. Yeah. Like, the voices that they choose for certain actors, I don't fucking understand. Like, it felt okay for me. Oh, God, no. It was so weird. Like, one of the characters... I can't remember which character at this point, but one of the characters in particular, like, his voice was just so... Shrill? Weird. It did not fit him at all. And, like, Mouse comes home at that point, and he's like, the fuck is going on? And he's like, why does he have that voice? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> but it's just... It's hilariously bad. And that it's that on its own, I feel like almost makes it because it's just so, so, so fucking terrible. Yeah. And like, that's always one of the things that I enjoy the most of like uh, films from foreign countries. Yeah. When they English dub over them, because I love really bad dubbing. See this, I didn't mind the dubbing on. <laughs> it's so bad. It, it is kind of bad, but the movie's not great. Wait, so the it's movie's like... not great either. So it's like, this is one of those, like, you can't judge their acting necessarily. Like, if I watched it subtitled and not dubbed, I feel like you can judge their acting a little bit better because you're not listening sure, to yeah. a horribly dubbed English version with a weird voice that doesn't match the character. Right. And that throws you off. So the second movie is a lot easier to a little bit easier, I would say not a lot, but a little bit easier to make those types of distinctions. But yeah, I mean, I'm actually kind of glad I watched these. Movies like this are always fun for me. Yeah, so, I think so too. They're just hilarious and over the top and like way more dramatic than they need to be. And that's kind of what I love so much about it. Like like the end of this movie in particular is just so fucking, <laughs> fucking over the top and dumb. <laughs> and, I, and I love it. Yeah. I loved every fucking minute of it. I'm like, I, this is so stupid, but I can't look away. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, 
who knows? Maybe I'll be be down to watch Human Lanterns. Lanterns, right? See, that's on, what I'm saying. Depending on if it looks interesting enough. Once you get like a, t- a, a taste of the blood, like you, you know what I mean? Like the, <laughs> the shitty, schlocky, fucking cult. Yeah, these kinds of I don't mind shit like this though. We every time we always watch these Asian films, it's like there's nothing else like it. Like these like old sure cult not. films that you they're just so different than anything that was going on. Yeah, you're like anywhere else, pretty much. Well, there was other movies that have done weird shit too i'm just saying (laughs) like you know what to expect when you see these fucking movies and it's like a certain you have to have a certain taste for these kind of things to like really enjoy them right plus i mean like this isn't a movie like normally i would say well you don't really need to focus on this kind of thing you know but it is pretty complex like so you can't you kind of do have to focus but you can enjoy the ride a little bit i think yeah anything else you want to add uh no as far as like my opinions it's pretty much it okay well i mean that's pretty much all i got to say so you said four i said four i mean it could be like a five like average and and these scores are only reflective of the type of subgenre that we're talking about here like cult asian cinema or at least within the shaw brothers realm yeah like neither of these felt the second one felt more like horror ish right okay to me than this one like this one i was like how is this a horror movie but whatever well yeah i don't know if they had any other categories back then so (laughs) yeah who knows they're just like it's weird as fuck so it's horror movie (laughs) like it's not indie or artsy because those aren't categories yet 75 (laughs) like we get a horror film oh it's strange as fuck horror film right okay there's not much trivia on this movie or the um, second one guys or the second one so it's pretty fucking difficult to find anything on these probably because they were made in the fucking 70s so right. there's only a couple things on imdb that's listed for trivia which none of which is very interesting but we'll share it with you guys anyways just in case you were curious yeah uh the film was originally going to be set in thailand but they actually changed the filming to malaysia so it ended up being filmed in malaysia instead of thailand but they don't say why it's just right. they filmed it in malaysia it was probably cheaper is my guess the original title for this movie was going to be the magic real glad they changed it yeah black magic's way more appealing fucking stupid this was picked up for distribution in america in 1979 so yeah it took a while but it took a while i feel like that's not that bad in comparison to a lot of other movies that take like eight years to fucking come from their countries here or whatever like four years is not that bad yeah four years i did math and i hate math (laughs) and that's pretty much it three random sort of useless facts well that's more than what i was able to get so um I'm fine yeah. with that. Um, so what? Basically, yeah. I mean, <laughs> basically, what we're gonna do, guys, is we're gonna kind of like break down the movie and some of the spots that we uh, were interested in. This is obviously going to be super spoilery area, so you're gonna want to try to skip over this if you haven't seen it. It doesn't really matter anyway, because personally, I think you're better off watching the second one. Uh, Agreed. And it, and it doesn't really matter anyway, and I'll explain that when we get into it. But. For those of you that don't want any spoilers, here's your warning. Don't do it. You've been warned. Earmuffs. Um, so the movie, its first initial impact was there's this woman who goes to a man who practices the dark arts to cast a death spell for her husband and his girlfriend. Oh, is that what was going on? Mm-hmm. Okay, I was confused. I was like, yeah. who are these fucking people? Yeah, she leaves and he hacks basically, well, she hands him like these gold rings like arm bracelets or something and i'm like 
is that how they pay for things? <laughs> like, uh, like I don't know. Like, everybody always has these gold rings. I think they just reused it or whatever to make it look cool. Yeah. Because it's, like, supposed to be really expensive, especially for a death curse, because she wanted two people to die. But anyway, she leaves, and he hacks the flesh off of a just a dead woman laying next to him uh, in the same room, <laughs> by the way. And he throws, like, this hunk of pig flesh, I think, because it looked like... It looked like pig, pig skin. It looked like, like pork belly. Yeah. And then he puts it on this grill over a fire. It starts cooking and smoking. And then he chops off her head and puts her head on top of that and burns it, which, you know, the dude kept putting the knife he used on the rotten body, like in his mouth. Did you know? Yeah, it was disgusting. They do that in both of these movies, they by do. the way. It's real weird. I don't know why. It's like, I don't know if they were just trying to say that he's just so into his art. That's how you get diseases, fool. Yeah, I wouldn't put fucking dead people's knives in my mouth. Uh, but anyway, he makes a few wax voodoo dolls out of uh, the the stuff. Apparently, it makes wax. I don't I get, know. Yeah. I don't whatever. even know how he got the wax out of it because it's just over an open flame. So <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and then he makes these dolls made of the, the obviously the husband and her girlfriend. And, and his girlfriend and the two people start bleeding from random spots because they're like fucking or something at their house while she's away and they stab needles into these you know, like a voodoo doll and they just die like the blood starts coming out of their head nothing graphic or anything they just die yeah, it's like very weird, thick jelly blood, too. By, yeah. and Or it's like paint. It's like, this is a weird consistency. It was like a fucking paint, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Uh, which I actually don't mind. I kind of like that. I don't, you know, like, fuck it. Like, if you're going to do blood, I don't care. I like the cheesy 80s, 70s fucking blood, man. <laughs> um, but did you notice that they had one of the needles in the dude's dick? Not in the, in the actual guy, like no, the, the voodoo doll. Yeah. yeah, it looked like it was. I was like, ooh. I think he stuck one in her vagina, too. Did he? I think so, or her boob. Well, definitely in definitely the chest. Boob. Yeah, I don't know. Titty spike. So this this basically kicks off the whole fucking thing. When the, the bodies turn up, you know what I mean? Like, first of all, the black magic guy is like, you didn't give me enough money, I'm going to need more. So she comes back to him, and when she comes back to him, the fucking white magic doctor whatever goes to the house where the dead people are and realizes it's black magic he wastes no fucking time whatsoever he just sits down and starts chanting and then <laughs> the black magic guy is about to get the money from the woman and suddenly the whole house starts shaking and like He's plastering magic canceling um, things like I've watched some anime and they have the, these paper that they write mm -hmm. this like spell on and then they put it. Yeah, It's like we're uh, cast off spells or whatever. Right. Yeah. It's like a seal or something to prevent magic from getting through. Yeah. And he's literally plastered these whole the full, whole fucking house. He ties her up for some reason, which makes no goddamn sense to no. me. Uh, maybe because he didn't want her to fucking open the door and try to leave. Maybe. So that the magic would get in. But then it's funny because like he starts hiding behind this woman and he's like his face is like melting. Like it's like getting like, I don't know what the it's what, like burned. Yeah. Was, like, was it burned? It's like getting burned or something. It's it's weird. It almost looks like taking a magnifying glass to like skin or some shit. Right. Like that. And then he, like these doors open up or like a window like opens a up and you see two little red lights outside and then the thing that he's hiding from he dives through the same window it had opened and then jumps in the water and then the house crushes just disappears yeah and the, the house, house like... just falls over with the lady still tied up inside <laughs> which is kind of funny uh which we find out who she is later on 
that you don't even realize, by the way. Mm-mm. She's the old woman. Oh, with the coconut. Yeah. Kind of thought so. <laughs> so, I don't know. That was just weird. They don't really explain that that well. It's just like, oh, there's a white magic guy and a, and a black magic guy, whatever. Fight. So all of a sudden, we're introduced to this new character who is like leaving a job site. He's like at a construction site or something like that. I can't remember. And he's leaving. In his tight jeans. Yeah. He's like totally 70s, rocking the 70s thing. Adorable. He like gets like stopped by this rich woman who's no longer married or something like she's that. A widow. She's a Oh, is she a widow? Is that what it was? She's a widow and she's like trying to hook up with him, but he doesn't want any part of her because he's about to get married to this other woman. And then they have like like this moment where she's like trying to set him up to make his wife think he's like cheating on her. There's another guy on top of that <laughs> who's looking for the guy. The black magic guy's name is Sang Chan Mi, who's a black magic doctor or they just call him a magician at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, tries to get in the good graces of the same rich woman who's trying to hook up with this other guy who's going to get married. And she wants nothing to do with him. So he goes over to the house, her house, and she just busts out his car, throws a brick through it. And she doesn't even know who he is. <laughs> like, I don't even understand how they know each other. I was so confused as to what was going on. Yeah. I mean, it was cool. I was like, get it, bitch. Damn. But like, <laughs> what did he do to you? <laughs> get out. Get out. I was like, what the fuck? I know. She was fucking tripping out, dude. Yeah. He was just like relaxed on her deck and she was just like, I don't want that man here again. She flipped out. It was weird. I feel like we missed some sort of story element. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Didn't make any sense. But anyway, so this guy who gets his car fucking wrecked by the rich woman, Lo Yen, I think that's her name. She, uh, he goes to this black magician to get in the good graces of her. She was Mrs. Chow, but now she's Lo Yen. And he, he, he goes to this, uh, like really outskirt town and, and like asks around to find where the magician is. And he stops and, uh, asks this old woman, like, who, you know, where the magician is, you know? And she was like, Ooh, and he hands her some money. And then <laughs> she's got like fucked up teeth too. After he busts open a coconut. Yeah. He drinks a coconut. That's right. And cause this is part of, this is pivotal to the story too. Yeah. He cracks it, drinks it. And then the old woman scares him. Yeah, she gives him, he gives her money and then hands her the coconut and heads off to the magician. She immediately after, like, takes the coconut and cuts it in half with a machete. And then when she exposes the, the coconut, it's like these weird red worms inside. Yeah, it's like a red liquid with, like, worms. It was shit. definitely real, though. Yeah, it was like, weird. those are real worms. Yeah. And it felt gross. like they were parasites. Yeah, they were gross. It was disgusting. So he'd been drinking this liquid of these parasites or something, uh, and they're all writhing around. But I tried looking it up, by the way, and I didn't find anything. But I, like I said, they looked real. So, yeah, I don't know. It's gross. Um, but then he goes to the doctors or to the, the black magic doctor. <laughs> the doctor. I keep calling. Well, they call him doctor, too. Yeah, it's, it's all over the place here. <laughs> but he stumbles on the magician who's actually already helping another woman. And this is the scene that, that was really weird. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> so he 
this woman just like naked sitting on a stump or what the fuck ever like in his shack thing yeah and he's got rice that he like cooked so he just like slaps rice like on this chick's pussy right as she after she disrobes in yeah. front of him so she's naked he just slaps rice on her vagina <laughs> rubs it in there and then didn't he like lactate her boobs or something yeah, yeah he, he drank fucking he squirts milk. her breasts into a into a um saucer yeah into like a little cup and he's doing some type of fucking spell or whatever and then ends up doing shit to the rice right she she he asks her for blood and hair blood and hair of yeah. the person she's in she wants to love her yeah and then eventually gives her the rice that was on her vagina her pussy rice <laughs> and tells her <laughs> make it to feed it to <laughs> the man that she wants to love her and then like he'll love her forever after he eats her pussy rice i mean like that's how it works right <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's how I got Mouse to marry me. I fed him pussy rice. Like, well, and the first done. thing that I was thinking, too, is like, well, how the fuck did she get a vial of his blood? <laughs> like, I understand getting a little bit, maybe. Like, that's more plausible. But I was like a full-on vial of blood. Yeah, yeah like. He mixed the blood in the milk, the titty It looked milk. like a little Coke vial or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, like a Coke vial. <laughs> I, I, don't ask how I know that, okay? Fuck you. Um <laughs> But yeah, so then like she leaves and then the guy's like all creeping looking and he's like, wow, this is weird shit, you know? <laughs> and then so he asks. Can I get the- some of that pussy rice? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, dude, you got any more of that pussy you rice? You got any more of that pussy rice? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but so he asked the magician that he wants to get a magic spell for Lo Yen, Mrs. Chow, which uh, he asks if it actually works, quote unquote. And it actually does work. He's like, well, how much does it cost? I'll give you anything. And he's like, well, I need a gold bullion as big as this skull. And he was like, done, I can do it. And he knew he was lying right off the bat. So he gives him a spell and it works, but only for a night. Mm -hmm. And so he hooks up with this woman. He makes her that drink that we were talking about, which is different. It's It's a green drink. You can't really tell. And uh, he goes to this party where everybody is, including her. And it, I think it's her house. Probably. And like, I why the, is her house. Why the fuck is this guy there? And then she just like doesn't even recognize Maybe him. Maybe she almost. felt bad for breaking his car window. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, she drinks the drink, falls in love with oh, him, has sex with him that night at her in her house. And then she wakes up in the morning and... She's like, what the fuck? Because the he hangs this little fucking doll, this wax doll above a plant outside of her window, and it snaps and breaks. And as soon as it does, she snaps out of the love spell. And when he wakes up, they both wake up. She's like, get out of my house. What are you doing here? And he's like, you told me you love me. Yeah. Like, I didn't do anything you didn't want to do. You told me you love me. And she was like, what did you do? How did you make this happen? I don't like you. I don't love you. <laughs> and then uh, she finds he he eventually tells her that it was a black magic, that he put her under a spell and that it worked. And she was like, wait a second. What I now? like that other guy who yeah. doesn't want me, who's going to get married. So maybe I can use you to use the black magician to pay him a lot of money to help me out. Yeah. So he tells her where the guy is or gets them to hook up. And that the other guy that she's in, in love with or whatever, his name is Lou. So Lou Low, but it sounds like Sue or Chu, but it's L E L I E H. Low, Leo, low. 
Sounds right. Weird. I don't know. Meanwhile, you find out that the dude who laid with her only got a love spell for like the one night because the black magic guy knew he was going to fuck him over because there's no way anybody could come up with that much fucking gold, clearly. Yeah. He poor. So he he knew that this was all going to happen. So he knew that he was going to drink from the coconut and had the parasites in him and then just let him die. He was like, go find some other magic person. Yeah. Go find another magician. Bitch. <laughs> And then he's, he kills him. Yeah, he just dies, like, out in the middle of the forest. Because he does the voodoo needling on him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he kills him. But I don't know how he fucking did that if he... I don't know. Who knows? Because he already had a spell on him because he drank the coconut juice. Right. So then he was like, bye, bitch. Well, is it really magic if it's worms? No. I don't know. I don't know how magic works. Because technically... Do I look like Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> so Lulo, who's the guy who's about to get married... He gets married. Did he? I thought he st- stood her up. Oh, no, no. He goes, he almost stands her up because she, so Lo Yen goes to his house, puts a fucking weird ass looking penis looking thing, which is actually a finger because the magician, <laughs> remember, he's like, here's some like teeth a, and some and fucking. a finger. And I was like, that's a dick. It looks like a dick, dude. <laughs> I was like, that's a huge ass finger, dude. Whose fucking finger is that? Like Magic Johnson's? Like. <laughs> Who's <laughs> fucking Bigfoot? Like, what Bigfoot? the fuck? Yeah, I was so confused. I'm like, that's a straight up dick. Like, that's when Mouse came home, actually. And he's like, the fuck? He's like, that's a finger? <laughs> <laughs> she, like, pays the magician, like, 100K. I think it's, like, dog teeth or something, too. No, she's, really he said big. it was human teeth. No, and I know, but and the a teeth finger. were big. Oh, I don't know. looked like dog teeth. Maybe. And a dick. Yeah. Do- it maybe it was a dog teeth. dick. Who fucking knows? Oh, my like, God. No, yeah, I hope it was not. gross. It wasn't a red rocket, so. <laughs> Just <laughs> well, Lou Lo, who is getting married, gets married during this time, but he wakes up sick and because she stuck the teeth and the and the finger under his bed, which somehow makes him like make him want to drink her drink because she's got to get him to drink this drink. And so he gets married, says I do, and he's like kind of in and out of it. And like his wife's like, what the fuck is going on? And they're like at the reception. And Lo Yen, the rich woman, comes up to him and is like, you know, congratulations. I wa- I brought you a drink uh, to celebrate. Don't you want to cheers with me? And he's like real hesitant at first. And then he just slowly drinks it. All of a sudden, he's like, everyone around him looks ugly. Like their faces get deformed. And like he's like freaked out by them, except for her. Her mm-hmm. face is like beautiful or just normal. <laughs> and so he like runs off with her and they have sex at her house. And like even his wife and his brother, I think it was, come to the house and are like, yo, we need to speak to low. What up? <laughs> <laughs> but he like rejects his own wife and doesn't even recognize her when she comes to the front gate. So it's like low, low yen at that point realizes that his wife might be problematic. So he asks the magician to help kill the woman. Which apparently the magician is working his own magic on Lo Yen at this point, you find out, because he has a he's sexually attracted to her. So he, he makes her have sex with him that night because she asked him to stay, right? Guys. I was confusing all the characters and I was like, I don't know what the so, fuck is happening. So Lo, um Lulo, who is the guy that was supposed to get married, who is married and just rejected his wife, stays the night, fucks her. She asked the fucking the black magic guy to stay the night because he puts a spell on her and then has sex with him the same night. And then she sees him as this like really handsome, like rich guy. And he knows that's how he get her into bed. Um, I don't know. But his wife 
is under a death spell at this point because he puts a death spell on her, which makes fucking weird worms appear under her skin, which they had this kind of cool effect where they put this like clear plastic over the body and they had like worms. It's kind of cool. It was kind of cool. For 70s, you know, like they didn't have like, you know, advanced practical effects shit going on there. At least they tried, I guess, you know. Yeah. It's gross, though. I didn't like that. <laughs> but they're all moving under her skin on her chest and then making her stomach gigantic. She looks like she's pregnant. Yeah. So they, like, rush her off to the fucking hospital. But they figure out that maybe she she might be under a spell, and they take her to another white magic doctor, the same one who fought the black magic doctor yes, in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And he jams a large fucking bamboo needle into her back, like, all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that was weird. I was like, oh, no. Ow. (laughs) And all these worms start spilling out of her back through the fucking needle. Yeah. And it's like, the family, family's all like asking the white doctor to help and and then mentions the husband. And um, he goes to um, the rich woman's house where Lulo is waking up and he sort of breaks the spell and tries to leave the rich woman's house. But the dog attacks him. And this is like a really fucking weird scene, by the way. It's really weird. Because like, he's like rolling around on the fucking ground. It looks like he's being extremely rough with the dog. Mm -hmm. But the dog is like trying to play. Like you could tell it's like playing. Every time like the dog has the longest tongue in the world, by the way. It was really weird. German Shepherd or whatever. German Shepherd. This is weird. Um. But the dog, like, they, they are trying to act like this is, like, a threatening-ass dog. This dog is not fucking threatening whatsoever. He's just very happy, and he's such a good boy. He's just, <laughs> it, just I felt bad for the dog he because he's... play, and then he gets roughed up downstairs, and I was like, be the... nice to that fucking dog on the fucking tile on the stairs. Uh, it was, like, was hard mad. floor, too. Yeah, I was so pissed about that. <laughs> but the dog got up and walked away. He was fine. And yeah. he literally just gets up and walks away. And but like, he's wrestling it. with it pretty hard there. Like yeah. I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I was like, okay. But it didn't even look like he was attacking him, but they did their best, I guess. And the dog was just very confused. <laughs> he's like, I just want to play. What the fuck? <laughs> At this point in time, he like tries to get out of the house, and the, the white magic doctor's out front playing the flute like a motherfucker. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's one of those snake charmer flutes. Yeah. Like, I can't even think of what it's called. We'll go with that. Yeah. Hand flute. That's not it's a, a, it's a recorder. Recorder. <laughs> the ones you learn on in fucking school. The little plastic ones. Yeah. <laughs> He's like playing fucking Titanic on it. Uh, <laughs> but the, it basically causes the black magic doctor to start bleeding from the eyes. And then the black magic doctor flees with his skull. Like, I was like, what the fuck? I know. He like waved that at people a couple of times. And I was like, okay. Yeah, he carries this like obviously fake skull around. Yeah, it's pretty. It's like a how like a plastic Halloween prop. Prop. Fucking yeah, hilarious. exactly. That's what I was thinking. It's so bad. I was like, that is a spirit store fucking skull if I've ever <laughs> seen one. <laughs> like, I mean, it looked like it had some weight to it, but it definitely didn't look real. Mm-hmm. But Lulo wanders back to his old construction uh, job. He's the guy that got married and rejected his wife and then realized that he was under a spell and was released and then back and forth and back and forth. But he goes back to his old job on the construction site, really confused, 
clearly under the spell still, and the black magic man is pissed and and fucking fucking with his head like basically. So he wreaks havoc on the site. He makes him like tear apart the site and go crazy. And like the funny thing is, is like immediately the fucking police and the doctors show up within like minutes of him wrecking the site, just like instantly. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> That was I thought it was too quick, but so they rush him to the hospital. They do some fucking weird brain surgery on him, and he's like held up in this place for like three fucking months. Like I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So they make him eat some centipedes. Do you remember that? They make no. him. He when he's had I, like the, missed this part entirely. How did I miss this? I don't know. I, I just saw them fight at the fucking thing, and then like that was it. No, yeah, they after he gets he gets like brain surgery on his head. And they put him in the hospital. His wife shows up, feeds him centipedes that she chops up in some sort of soup. And then he eats it while he's like under um, hospital care because he's out of it. And and she just gives it to him. And then he says that it'll help him make him more rational. And as he's leaving, he drinks like a it's like three months into the future. Like his hair's grown back. They had to shave his head and everything. His hair's grown back. He's actually pretty normal. And he's like eating a sandwich and and like drinking some orange soda or something like that. And there's like a fucking gardener or something. And it's the black magic man. Oh, my God. And he's been watching him the whole time, which the, the black magic doctor spikes his fucking orange soda with the love serum again so that Lo Yen falls in love with him again. Or he falls in love with Lo Yen, the rich woman. Which makes him go back to Lo Yen, who tells him that they're going to go traveling around the world together so that they can get away from his wife and, you know, the black, well, the white magic guy. But before they drive off with uh, the black magic man, Doctor asks him for his fee. And she pays him, but the white magic doctor shows up with his actual wife and his brother, I think. And they throw some pink shit at the fucking car as they're driving away. <laughs> it's like just dust. He just throws dust. And like all of a sudden, like Lou Yulode like snaps out of it again. He's not under the spell again. And it's like back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, it's so fucking, it, yeah. But it, I thought it was really weird. I was like, what? what is he throwing there? I was like, what the fuck? So he snaps Glitter. out of it. <laughs> Lo Yen says, get him back. So she pays the fucking black magic guy again because he escapes once again. <laughs> and then she's like, I'll give you anything you want. I'm like, Jesus fucking black magic convoluted fucking Christ. Just find a new man, bitch. Like, what is happening? And poor fucking Lulo. Like, fucking, this dude's been under, like, love with, like, he's been through the ringer, dude, with emotions. Um, But this is when we get to the, like, big showdown. So he goes back to the construction site where he wreaked havoc before, the husband, and where they have the, you know, the big showdown of epic magic proportions fighting over, <laughs> over him. It's black magic versus white magic in the most ridiculous way possible, really. Um, This is not... As cool as like Big Trouble in Little China style God, fucking no. magic either, <laughs> which was really creative. Um, but the black magic doc has like a, a reflective skull shield that looks <laughs> that looks like a fucking metal glass, like a like a sh reflective glass or sh I don't know. Hello. He wears it like it's fucking like a ring. It's like as big as his fist. Like a buckler is what they call a him. Buckler. Yeah, it's like a little shield that you can block. Okay. Sword hits on or something. 
I, fun. Don't ask how I know, okay? And, like, <laughs> and then and then and then he's got like a like a weird orange laser shooting head. Do you remember? He's like holding this head. Yeah. And I think it's like the god that he's praying to. I think so. Or whatever. I don't know. But it was that was very strange. <laughs> And they're fighting on these uh, like I beams up on the like the way top of like this construction site. building, yeah. yeah. Which oh, is pretty cool. What did you think about that part, though? <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> but it was also hilarious at the same time. Like I was just like, I don't, I don't understand, but I can't look away. <laughs> so hilariously bad. They like he uses the reflective shield too to like burn the head of the white magic doctor and then the white magic doctor like has this light appear around him i think and then like envelop the fucking the skies like turning black and like all this crazy shit's going on the white magic doc points a dagger at him and and lo yen because he tries to hide behind lo yen the rich woman so that he won't die again be like he did in the beginning of the movie and uh she just turns old as fuck <laughs> With black teeth, like the old woman in the beginning. She actually melts, her face melts when she hits the ground, and then the black magic dude just falls and dies, I guess. And then Lilo spits out the curse, which is all those red worms. Mm -hmm. And that's it, folks. <laughs> Literally like that. Movie's over. Everyone's safe. Yeah, he spits out the worms, they walk like five steps, and then it's just like credits, and the credits are like literally like not even 10 seconds long. <laughs> it's like, pink. Over. Yeah. I don't know, but that that's pretty much it. I mean, that's, that's not even the best part. The next movie that we're going to be talking about is where it gets really fucking batshit fucking crazy, dude. You're going to want to stick around for this, so <laughs> I hope you guys do. Uh, even if you, if you've seen it or if you haven't seen it, I think it, it'll be fine when you watch the movie. There's just so much that goes on. It's hard, almost impossible to remember everything that goes on in it. Um, but I did the work on the second movie. Um, Black Magic 2 came out in 1976. It was actually also called Revenge of the Zombies, but the original title in China was Gu Huan Yang 2, which means two, I guess. I don't know. I don't, yeah. Um, Sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> but the story is an evil magician and his zombie minions are up against a trio of doctors who are on a mission to find the cause of an outbreak of unknown diseases caused by his spells. Hmm. hmm. Curious. Um, it is directed, of course, by Menghua Ho, as I also mentioned, was also named Horace Menghua. Uh, Lady of Steel is one of his movies. He also did Killer Darts, The Kiss of Death, The Flying Guillotine, The Oily Maniac, The Mighty Peking Man. You guys might have heard of those movies. Uh, those are some of the popular ones, I think, in the genre. It was also written by Quang Ni, like Brittany mentioned, who's written literally like 232 fucking movies or shows. Ooh. Um, he did like the 36 Chamber of Shaolin, the Cat, the Mighty Peking Man, Spirit of the Raped, the Web of Death, the first Black Magic, of course, and a fuck ton more. I was looking through the catalog and I was like, holy crap, this guy had like <laughs> 10 movies in one year holy crap. that he wrote. Yeah. And then it was like 10 or 15 for the next year. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I'm <laughs> like, where the fuck does he have the time to write all this shit? Yeah, it's, it's a lot. I feel like they just had him chained up and they were like, right. 
You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, fuck. god damn it. Like, right. how much passion does one man have, you know, or woman? Uh, clearly, um, a whole lot. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, holy fuck. <laughs> um, some of the cast in this, I'm just going to kind of go over some of the uh, actors and some of the movies. Uh, the, the ones, the actors that return to this movie because they have the same actors, uh, three of the same actors return, and I'll just go over those ones. You got Long T who goes by Zong Ping in the movie. He's one of the doctors that is trying to convince the other doctor that mm-hmm. about spells and shit like that. He was in Drunken Master 2, A Better Tomorrow 1 and 2, The Warrior's Wade, Jade Tiger, Legend of the Bat, and many more. It also stars Lilo, Lulo, we were talking about in the first one, I guess, <laughs> which is really confusing because that's the name of the character in the first movie, but... <laughs> He goes by Kang Kong in this movie. Yeah. But it's a different guy. The shysty guy that tried to trick the black magic guy is this character. And he plays the villain in this movie. He plays the black magician called Kang Kong. Uh, he had the mustache in the first one. Okay. So the one that died. Yeah. Um, but he was in Five Fingers of Death, the 36th Chamber of Shaolin, Executioners in Shaolin, the Vampire Combat, Mr. Canton and the Lady Rose. Uh, Human Lanterns, and about 200 plus more. Uh, also Lily Lee, which Brittany mentioned, who plays Quailing. She was in the movies The Young Master, The Web of Death, Disciples of the 36th Chamber, Curse of Evil, which we watched, Jade Tiger, The Oily Maniac, The Heroic Ones, and many more. There are a lot of other people, too, by the way, guys, but I'm not going to go through them all. <laughs> so suck a dick. Um, suck a dick. <laughs> So this movie was released in Hong Kong in 1976, and the United States didn't pick it up until 82. See? So it was like three years after the first one came out in America, so it took even further. Yeah, it took even longer. Yeah, so um, what did you think of this one compared to the other one? I like this one a whole lot more than the first one. Okay. Which I'm not, I don't really know why I like this one more. I think it was just a little bit more entertaining. Right. Which is interesting, because this one's not dubbed. Right. So, and that was part of the fun in the first movie is the, the stupid dubbing. But so this one's not. And I don't, I don't know. There's so many like different things about this that are so ridiculous and over the top that it's just like this is entertaining as shit. Right. We get three of the three of the same characters back. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. just like three of them from the first movie. So this this one definitely goes a, lo- a little bit more on the line of horror for me. Just that it has more like horror elements to it. I think that the first one did. OK. Um, It's a fun story. The story's fucking bonkers as shit, but I liked it. But yeah, I don't know. Trying well, what else did what you else? like about it? I'm trying to I mean, think of what else. I yeah, I was say. gonna say. Like, I hope you have more. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, the, I feel like the acting was a little bit easier to judge on this because it's not dubbed over terribly. Okay. So the acting was okay. The storyline's pretty cool and interesting. What'd you think about the weird factor in this one? It's definitely weird. Like more weird than the first one. I feel like uh, I don't know. I definitely do. Like, I think it's, there's parts of it that are definitely more weird. So I think trying to like compare the two in my head quickly to determine which one's actually more weird. This one for sure. Yeah. Well, this one's batshit compared yeah. to the other one. Yeah. The first one's a little bit more tame, especially the first half of it. Okay. In comparison to this movie, that's pretty much just crazy right off the bat. So we get titty milk again. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> titty milk's just a recurring theme in Asian horror films, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you like any of the gore? Like, what else did you like about it? I don't know. 
like it didn't feel like it was very much gore specifically. Really? In this. I don't know. Like I don't really remember anything specific as far as like There was so much that happened in this movie. Yeah. There was a lot. This is another one too that's just like there's so many layers to it and layers to the story and then it gets kind of convoluted and confusing at the same time because yeah. it's just like so a lot of back and forth and back and forth and you're like who the fuck are these people and it's like the same fucking characters over and over again but you're like what is going on in this well it's not story? the same characters it's, it's almost the, like it's the same actors just different characters yeah and they're like so, i don't know which like, makes it really confusing yeah so that's why you feel like it's the second part so you think you're getting the same people back and it's not it's all different they're playing different people entirely right yeah because lulo is now low ping or fong ping yeah or whatever the fuck and knows. then the other guy is peng shen and then one has a normal like american name right and the yeah, kang kong yeah it's like i don't know and it's then, a, like threw me the f- or whatever the fuck her name is i yeah margaret <laughs> margaret yeah. there's like, margaret and the then fuck? the other woman who Kui ling yeah Kui ling and Mar- like margaret there's one normal name in this like and the <laughs> yeah. rest are all just <laughs> which like, is so weird right like, like she's just happening like- here you get i got lost like entirely lost in this one i definitely think that it it is more convoluted and it's all over the fucking place because things just really happen very rapid fire yeah um, but I, I don't know. Like, I felt like it followed it along pretty well, like as much yeah, as I mean, the like, first. They're basically trying to like trick the black magician, essentially. Like once they're on to him and the whole thing of like they figure out that the person that Queeling or whatever is like under a spell or no, it's Margaret. Yeah. Whoever is one of the girls. Is, There's like, a lot of people this- that go under spells. In yeah. This everybody gets under a spell and then they're all trying to like trick the black magic guy because he's the one he's doing this to like turn them into like sex dolls or some shit right essentially essentially like like he's like, having minions they say that it's sex sex slaves but they're not really i never slaves, really got though. it from that he just like drinks titty milk to stay young yeah and that's i don't really consider well i mean they become sex slaves i don't know like i didn't but get it's not every single woman yeah it's just like select ones so he's just up to no good yeah. basically like he's just he's making his own little army of fucking zombies it's, it's a little confusing I guess. Yeah. like zombie sex slave maybe just titty milk slaves i don't really know what's going on with that but <laughs> it's cool how he does it like how he controls people right like it was interesting so i don't know you think like, about like so it was, it was a, like I, I liked the story like it was like it was weird as fuck but like also completely fucking different from anything else like that's one of the things that they can accomplish with these movies is they just go off the fucking wall and they're like how weird can we make this cool let's do that times 10 i'm like okay (laughs) well sounds good well what some dog teeth and a penis in a fucking thing and say it's human teeth and a finger and we're fine i'm like (laughs) what the fuck is going on this one to me felt like a shaw brothers film like it should be and one that you would expect even if they confuse the shit out of you yeah like more true to what they do yeah i think well i mean at least in the the other ones in their bracket or their category of of horror um it is really confusing though that they use the same three uh, three of the same actors from the first movie but then make them different characters in this which made no sense to me i was like this is not an american horror story uh um you're not doing yeah you know what i mean Doesn't like it work like that and and, and and maybe it's just lost in translation a little bit because like but they are different characters 100 percent in different roles i was really confused in the beginning uh it took me like 20 30 minutes to kind of like 
forget that they were. I had to go back. Yeah. And rewatch certain scenes. I didn't realize scenes. that they were different people. Yeah. They're like doctors. And I was yeah, like. I was like, why are they suddenly doctors? Like, right. Has that much time passed? I don't understand what's happening. I was happening. like, are, are they back because they're specialists in black <laughs> magic now and they know what magic is like? So they're asking them to come out to solve the mystery of this town getting infected with black magic or yeah, whatever. They, they fucking Scooby Doo'd it. But like, they're not. They're just doctors trying to validate uh, any of the fucking claims of black magic and try to science the fuck out of it, I guess. But, you know, regardless, this one definitely goes for the, you know, throw everything, including the kitchen sink weird at you more than the first, in my opinion. I mean, it's batshit to me. Like, I definitely enjoyed this one over the other. Although I will say the first one is probably the more straightforward story. Yeah. A little bit more. For it being also confusing as shit the first one's yeah. easier to follow yeah and this one this one jumps around a lot and if you look away literally for even like a minute you're gonna miss something so like there is so much dialogue um you get more magic more gore more breasts more weird it's pretty much all there uh, a sort of continuation of the first movie but there really is only one character that continues the sequel which is the white magic doctor guy different person yeah which he's like you you know it's him because he's got the same burn mark on his head, scar from the fight that he had with the black magic guy. Yeah. From the first movie. But it's like very clearly a different person. Yeah, like it is totally like it's a totally different person. The first the other guy, it's like I don't know if they're trying to say that like because the in the first movie the white magic guy is like this clean cut fucking well put together guy. In the second movie, he's got like wild Albert Einstein hair or some shit like that. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's like Bernie Sanders is a magician or something <laughs> like that. Um, but anyway, he looks old as fuck, but he still has a magic war wound on his head, like I mentioned. But other than that, nobody else is like a, a character that continues over. You don't need to watch the first to understand this one either. So it's not really connected at all, really. So if you just want to check this one out, you can. This one sort of, you know, changes the rules of love potions from the first movie, too, and death curses a little bit, uh, which was a little surprising. They definitely perform a lot more rituals in this one as well. Um, a little bit more repetitive, I think. Um, ones that include zombies doing the bidding of the dark magic or <laughs> the dark black magic shysty lord. Uh, he's a bit of a greedy D bag pretty much in this movie. Um, but he's got there's a lot of what the fuck happening moments in this one because they come a little too quick at times. Like I was mentioning about the rapid fire shit. Yeah. Like in the very beginning, like it's just rapid fire shit going on. And then I mean, I wouldn't say as rapid as like Boxer's Omen, which is just like what's yeah. Like the scenes in in Boxer's Omen just never end. Yeah. This is the scene that never ends. It just goes on and on, my friend, and literally morphs physically in front of you. Mm-hmm. This one just jumps all over the place, but it's still kind of rapid fire. Um, I, I guess if you're kind of into black magic again with this, you know, some, some of the tropes at least, like silly gore moments, melting faces, nails being drilled into people's heads with a hammer, breast milk drinking maybe. I mean, you might like this. In a, in a story that kind of flips flips around a lot you might want to watch this you'll i i think it's got more of what people will look forward to in a shaw brothers film than the first one so you know whether it makes sense or not at all fans of the i'm looking for weird shit are gonna appreciate this so it should you know it should satiate their appetites 
Um, although the middle of the, the movie gets a little slow. Yeah. I don't know if it was for you. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And the first and last act really punch you right in the pudding. So it, it has right a f- in your rice pussy. <laughs> I don't know about that. Man. <laughs> right in the pussy rice. <laughs> but it does have a fast start and end. So, yeah, I mean, especially the end. Don't get me wrong. The first two minutes of the film gets, you know, the f- the fucking party started with some silly fun. I'm, I'll mention that in the spoilers, which you guys are definitely going to want to stick around for. Uh, I personally would give this one a six um, when you compare it against the catalog of other Shaw Brothers films. Uh, not as a whole. Like, I mean, typically these movies aren't like great. Yeah. You know, but if you compare it to other Shaw Brothers horror movie movies, then I think it's it's definitely a six and i definitely pick it up at some point because i just like weird shit like this um there have been some fans of this sort of subgenre that didn't like it but i'm cool with it and if you guys are into the sh- the weird shit that i talk we talk about you might be too and like we mentioned before they're both on amazon prime so if you have amazon video and you pay for the subscription or whatever they have that, they have Oily Maniac, they have Human Lanterns, so if you guys want to go down the rabbit hole with those sh- fucking weird movies, you can. But, yeah, that's uh, what I think of it, and uh, now you guys are going to... I do have a little bit of trivia for this. It's really not that... It's n- There's nothing really spoilery in it, um, but we will go into describing the movie next after that, um, so get prepared. For earmuffs, I guess. I don't know if you're into that. Um, Get prepared. Yeah, I guess. Well, because like some people don't care. Some people do. Yeah. But there is a sequel for this movie, apparently. So there is a third one in the series that came uh, in 1981. Really? Yeah. It's called uh, The Queen of Black Magic. Uh, it's a different director and a different story, but here's the synopsis. Mm-hmm. It says a woman is seduced by and cast aside by a fickle lover. When the lover marries another woman who starts hallucinating during their wedding, she is accused of being a witch and thrown to her death over a cliff. A strange man rescues her, uh, nurses her back to health, and is told that she must master black magic in order to exact vengeance on her tormentors. She casts a variety of spells over the populace, with the male population as her favorite target, and becomes the queen of black magic. But who, exactly, is the man, and does he have other plans? So this is a current movie. She the man. (laughs) She the man. Right? But that's pretty much it for trivia, guys. I mean, there really isn't anything on it. I looked pretty hard today. I went through other people's reviews to see if they could kind of give me some breadcrumbs to other things that I might be able to look up. Uh, I was going to kind of do like a a thing on the directors and shit, but I thought that might be too long. So we're going to go ahead and jump into our spoilers and kind of give you guys a breakdown of the whole movie and and through uh, the lens of BTV. Um, So we'll go ahead and start that right now. So if you don't want to listen to spoilers back out come back later after you watch it on amazon prime all right Brittany. so do you remember the very first scene of yeah, the movie crocodile attack yeah alligator attack i think it's a crocodile whatever i was so confused i was <laughs> like what the fuck is going on like how is this how how does any of this make any sense <laughs> well it Why makes sense because they're reintroducing the white magic doctor from the first movie okay but what did he even do 
Well, there's like uh, I think it he starts just, like, off beats up the alligator and then kills it and cuts its stomach open and then like well there's a bunch of women nude women who are in a river splashing each other being all silly and you see like a a really fake crocodile floating <laughs> in the in the distance and it and it like has like really green eyes for some reason yeah it was weird like unnatural so I was like okay which is weird because. Fast forward to when they're like cutting it open, it actually is a real crocodile. I was gonna say it looked real as fuck. Yeah, that was a real crocodile. Um, anyway, the ma- the white magic guy from the first movie, he like so the crocodile comes over and eats one of the nude women, and you see just like blood come up, and he's just like, God damn it, stupid crocodile! Like yes, he just shakes his head. Job. So then he sets up like a trap where he's got this huge fucking fishing rod or like huge bamboo pole. Like we're talking like huge, like a light pole. And he's got like a large rope on it with a hook and a chicken dangling over the water waiting to catch a crocodile. And there's like three of them in the water, by the way. So he only catches one and it happens to be the one that already ate. That doesn't make sense. Anyway, so they hungry. Yeah. <laughs> So the white magic guy catches one. It grabs onto the fucking thing, gets it. He pulls it up on the fucking deck. Um, he does like a like a little praying before he catches it too on the dock, and he quickly flips it over. And this is like a legit crocodile, a dead one, but a crocodile nonetheless. And he he flips it over, stabs a knife into his chest, and I'm thinking like, is he gonna pull the like chick out? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I really thought maybe he was gonna. I was like, he's stabbing that in pretty deep to yeah pull a person out, right? <laughs> so then he like starts pulling. He pulls out like a flip flop, like a fucking <laughs> yeah, it's all like, the shit that comes out of there. I was like a can, like a fucking tin can. He throws it out and he finds like a foot and a hand a and bone. then yeah, a oh, oh, bone. That's right. And then it's like a, an anklet. And then he hands it to the friends and then just is like, my job is done here. And leaves. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was so fucking confused. It's like why? And that's when the title screen is just like instantly it's like yeah. Black Magic 2. Oh, it's like, well, like, wait, what? Hold on. <laughs> Where's the magic? That was yeah, just a crocodile. He just killed a crocodile and then like gave a bracelet. Oh, he stabbed it in the head first. That's he right. When he pulls it, it up on the fucking yeah, thing, he's like <laughs> stabs it in the head. It's really fake. They just pour fake blood on it. And then they like and on a dead crocodile, by the way, and then they flip it over. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. And I, I was like, my emotions were very confused in those moments. I was like, oh, okay, it's fake. Oh my God, it's real now. <laughs> why? I was like, why are you doing this? Yeah, they just like carved up a like. Was they like legit just pulled a flip flop out of that crocodile? Like, or did they stuck? They probably stuffed, stuffed it them in, in there, there. Yeah. Because the blood looked. That's why I was confused too, because the blood looks fake. Right. I don't know why they so, needed the anklet or whatever the fuck it was. Dude, they don't. They don't explain shit. Yeah. So I was like, why did you do that? I guess it's just to show that he's like kind of a badass. Let the alligator crocodile live in peace and eat more naked women. Like that's <laughs> clearly what he enjoys. Yeah, doing. maybe you shouldn't be in the fucking river like that, nude. You're stupid. With horny alligators or crocodiles yeah, in the water. They're fucking hungry and they like titties. Like, <laughs> what are they supposed to do? So they just wanted some titty milk. <laughs> so Lilo or Lulo. The guy from the first movie, or rather, his name is Zong Ping, is this doctor guy. <laughs> so I was like, this is the part where I was like really confused. It's like him, this his girlfriend or wife, I think, and are are kind of back, but completely different characters, as I mentioned. And they're doctors, and they're to help find out about this fucking 
this curse that's that's happening in this town and their friend Zhang Shen is to is trying to convince them that this shit's real um which Zhang Ping makes fun of him for suggesting that there is such a thing as magic yeah because he's like a doctor through and through he's like, like doctor of medicine right Blah. Well, they're like biologists too, because it's kind of weird. They're, they're apparently every type of doctor possible. Yeah, <laughs> they probably just didn't know what doctors. They know did. everything. Yeah, yeah. They're like I doctor all the doctor things. Apparently, they're there to research a disease. Um, he thinks is is a curse. Zhang or uh, Zhang Shen. So, uh. Hopefully I can explain this guy to you guys well enough, by the way. So please lock in <laughs> if you like can. Luck, bro. Just try to hang on. I tried to spice it up with some funny shit in here. So uh, the next scene is basically of the guy who wanted to put a spell on Lo Yen in the first Black Magic, but he is now Kang Kong, which confuses me even further. He's like at some fucking club and he's watching some girl dance. And we aren't even sure why he's alive i'm like so confused at this point but it's it's actually just a new black magic doctor played by the same guy obviously but yeah so like some guy is like trying to go on this date with this dancer girl and then uh he gets the black magic guy gets the girl to ditch the guy and go with him and they go back to his house and Back to his lair where he like moves this bookshelf aside, goes down in the basement and then tilts her head forward after he undresses her and pulls out a fucking gigantic nine inch nail out of the top of her skull, which makes her turn old and die. Yeah, she turns old and then she just like melts. Right. Shit. But then she's like whole again later as an old person. Yeah, it's really confusing. He, like, lays her down on, like, this... He's got, like, all these slabs, which are, like, doctor's beds, but they're not. They're just, like, concrete slabs. Yeah, like concrete slabs. Yeah, like some ancient fucking ritual. It reminds me of, like, tombs from, right. like, Egyptian tombs. And there's, like... It's really confusing. Meanwhile, back with the actors from the first film, the new doctors and his friend at his house, that... um. Zhang Shen shows them a, a female patient with these like two pulsating tumors that are on her neck. Mm -hmm. Did you see that? Yeah. And he's like, they look like faces. No, they don't. I was like, yeah, they really don't. <laughs> Not at all, dude. It was cool that they were pulsating. Yeah, I was like, that's a fun little bladder effect. <laughs> yeah, it's a totally what it is. Yeah, he calls it the 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 poisonous green curse. Yeah. Or something like that. I don't know what it so, is. Like, don't ever touch back on really and elaborate at all at all they're trying to make there's, it seem like there's this infection in the town they don't complete the story yeah it period. is a little confusing i don't understand what the purpose of any of that was because they they don't ever like address it no again <laughs> or finish or like it's solved we solved the problem but then you didn't because it's not even the same situation but okay right so the douchey guy after that, the guy who's now the black magic, new black magic villain in this movie, um, is meeting another woman, and the friends it's 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 the wife of Zheng Shen, who is the doctor trying to convince these other doctors that that magic is real, and he's outside of their house talking to his wife, whose name is Margaret, <laughs> and he hands her like some flowers 
And he and he hands her the flowers. He's like, these are for you. And then he yanks the, the flowers down so that the thorn cuts her. And he's like, oh, let me let me take my handkerchief and, and wipe your blood. He's like, you are going to. He's like, I got some stuff like you could put on it. You're going to want to wrap that in gauze. I'm so sorry. So that's his like sneaky way of getting her blood. Mm-hmm. And he's super creepy, by the way. Oh, yeah, totally. Like Uber creep. So I'm still confused at this point because I didn't really understand that he was King Kang Kong, this new character. I'm like, so wait, did the first guy not really die and he's back in this movie? And, and like I said, there's a language barrier. So I had to like read these and they were different names. So I was like, okay, so I got this wrong. I literally <laughs> went back and watched the first 15, 20 minutes of the movie again, like three times because I was so confused. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he hangs after he cuts her finger on a thorn and then wipes the blood off. He then hangs a dead cat from her tree. And I'm like, what? So he takes her blood on a cloth, dilutes it in water, and then prays to some shrine back at his fucking cool ass fucking ancient pad in the yeah, basement. Yeah, dope. <laughs> he's got that secret shelf yeah, and he's got... Sweet. Yeah, so he like he goes back to some shrine, makes some fucking like worshiping stuff, and then he like spits. He makes these wax figures that he has like a whole collection of the wax same figures. Same exact type of wax figures from the first movie. And I'm assuming that these all all of these wax figures are of everybody that's died or or is infected with his curse or whatever the fuck. There, it, it doesn't make much sense. But he makes another wax figure for of this girl Margaret, and she's eating dinner with the doctors, and they're talking about whatever and she starts acting weird and she's like oh i don't feel good i'm gonna go to bed so she goes up there and he's like it's the curse <laughs> zeng shen is like oh it's the curse she has hysteria <laughs> we, it's so funny though this part really made me laugh because like so zeng shen is the new friend who's trying to convince zong ping and his wife that or this other doctor lady that that curses are real and his first step he's like oh He's like, look, I've got a book on the whole fucking thing. It's written by this uh, a, a, an American researcher or doctor who did 10 years of research on spells. So it says right here, he's like, he's like, look at this book. He's like, they talk about how the, the one black magic guy can make zombies and that he drinks breast milk every day to stay young. And they and this is the funny part, dude, like when they open the book. They show a picture of this black magic guy in front of a titty, like <laughs> yelling at it almost, like like to show that he's drinking fresh milk. But he doesn't actually have his mouth on it. It's just this really awkward picture of him like going, ha! Uh, yelling at a titty. <laughs> He's yelling at a lactating titty. So, yeah, if you guys are into yelling at titties, this is the movie for you. You're going to get your fix, man. (laughs) Yelling at titty porn. Dude. Perfect. I'm, like, thinking to myself, like, somebody had to actually take these pictures back in the 70s. You know what I mean? They had to hire some dude to take a picture. And this is pretty, like, you know, kind of pornographic, if you would think, back in the 70s, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would think so. And then not only that, somebody actually had to make the book that they use because they're flipping through pages of this weird shit. <laughs> so I'm thinking to my I'm thinking about that for a second. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know. This is funny <laughs> to me. <laughs> you want some yelling at titty porn? Yeah. I mean, I it's fine. <laughs> so that's his proof, by the way, because he's like, you know, hey, I read a book on it. <laughs> 
It's fucking magic's real, bro. It's great. So Margaret, who went to bed early, is woken up by the black magic guy, Kang Kong. He's doing a ritual, making her walk to his pad, his uh, ritual pad. And uh, he tells her that she will be providing him milk for his life elixir, but he will need her hair first to make her produce milk. Uh, and he lays her on a table and shaves her vagina, by the way, uh, for the hair, <laughs> which he burns and then mixes it with some weird green drink and makes her drink it. Yep. I'm a little confused, but whatever. She lactates. Later on, she does. Milk. She wakes up a bit later after, and he's like chanting at a window or some dumb <laughs> shit. I was like, what is he doing? Is he like reflecting on his black magic? I think so. Like what? He's, he's like, like deer diarying his window. But his like, he's like going. <laughs> like, I'm not even. At, there's oh, no. exactly what it is. There's yeah. no audible words. It's just like. <laughs> it's just Random chanting. Sounds. Yeah. Sorry if that annoys you guys. Sorry. <laughs> just don't do it again. <laughs> She's all smiling, too, when she enters the room. Because she, like, wakes up from the cold slab, and she's like, hi, <laughs> yay. He disrobes her, and then, of course, yep, you guessed it, sucks on her squirting breasts. <laughs> <laughs> they have sex, neat. <laughs> and it's not even really interesting sex, either. It's, like, clearly fake. It was weird. Like, you could tell it was fake. Like, there, it, like it wasn't even a... Sweaty movements. It was like a 10-second little fucking thing. At least they had the, the, the good taste not to, I yeah. guess. I don't know. Seeing a dude suck on a, a woman's nip breast and stare at it like it's some fucking... It's weird. Yeah, it was a little Just weird. Please go back to yelling at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but back at the doctor lab, they test the infected blood of some of those people with the weird tumors on them. And they find those red worms that mm -hmm. we saw in the coconut from the first film. But they, they all decide that, you know, after figuring all that out, that it's they've been working so long, they got to go to bed. And Zhang Shen realizes that his wife's missing and they find her outside acting all weird. She was out, obviously, at what's his name's fucking him and squirting milk in his mouth. She was like, it's hot inside. I had to come outside. Yeah. And so... They're like, okay, that's weird. And they go back inside, go to bed. The next morning, Zheng Shen sees that his wife is visibly pregnant. Like, her stomach is like... She's like nine months pregnant. Yeah, she at least, maybe seven. Yeah, she's she, her ass is pregnant as fuck. Yeah. So they take her to the hospital and immediately just cut open her belly. Like, no scans, no nothing. I don't know if they had those back then, but... I don't who knows? So they operate on her and cut out a deformed, like, baby thing. And they just put it on a... They're like, it's deformed. Yeah, they're like, oh, no, it's deformed. And then, like, that's it. But they don't even say what they do with the baby. Yeah, that's it. They just they leave it after that point. Like, it's, oh, you had a deformed baby. Why are you pregnant? No one knows. They don't explain your it. baby's deformed, and that's it. And then they move on from that subject. And I'm like, oh, kidoki. Because I guess it, like, speeds up her metabolism and she's able to get pregnant really quick by the black magic. Who fucking knows? It is really weird. But later, the guy who uh, got ditched um, by the dancing girl, do you remember I was mentioning that? That yeah. he pulled the nail out of her head? He goes back to Kang Kong to help him make her fall in love with him again, not knowing that she's in the basement dead as fuck as a zombie and had a nail in the top of her head. 
So Kong uses his ring to make him, he like uses his ring like some sort of like magic thing. And he points it at him because he's like, you need to show me that magic's real. And he's like, okay, I can do that. And he just makes him sweat, wipes his sweat on his brow. And as he's like going into convulsions, somehow Kong fucking like makes his fucking handkerchief float over to him, pockets it and gives him another one. And that now he has that handkerchief with his sweat to be able to use magic against him if this dude doesn't pay up, Mm -hmm. which is really weird. So he pays the guy all this extra, like 10 grand, was it like five grand or 10 grand US? Yeah, it was five grand the first time and then the next time it was 10 grand. Right, okay. Or, yeah. So he pays the guy and you see her laying dead on a table and she's like, he sticks the nail in her head again with a spike and taps it in with a hammer and she's sent on her way to meet the guy who paid the good money to have her back, which the guy takes her to a hotel to have sex and one of the hotel clerks like knows that they're going to go fuck. Do you remember this? Yeah, that was weird. And he follows them to an adjacent like room to watch. Yeah, to watch. And he sees the girl slowly turn into an old woman because the guy was wearing something around some his weird neck. Some amulet, yeah. I didn't know what it was. It was some amulet thing. I don't remember I don't remember the purpose of it, but it It reverses. wasn't significant. They didn't really even say what it was. Yeah, but it like reverses the spell or whatever. Right, it That's starts burning her guess. skin. It burns her, yeah, and turns her old. Yeah, and while he's like having sex with this girl, she like turns old and he's like, "Ew, what the fuck?" <laughs> he's like, "What the fuck?" But I thought it was weird. The other guy's like watching him and he's like, oh my God. And he passes, he passes out. out. <laughs> falls on the floor. I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, his name was Mr. Zhang, by the way. The guy that paid money to have her back. The one that was fucking the old woman, basically. Mm-hmm. But he freaks out demanding a refund to the black magic guy or he's going to expose Kong to the police, which Kong says, nah, brah, it's cool. I got your sweat from your handkerchief, dildo. I'll magic kill a bitch if you pull that shit. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck you right up. Right? So Mr. Zhang walks off, you know, but soon after falls ill, literally, like, as he walks out, losing his hair, his fingernails, and... That part was pretty cool. That was kind of cool, yeah. Pulling the nails off. Like, you clearly see his actual fingernails, like, still underneath the fake nails he pulled off, but... Yes. Well, especially in 1080p. Very clearly, but it was still a cool part. And the shit like that always makes me, like... Yeah, you wouldn't be able to tell if it was like old film, but yeah, yeah, I was thinking the same thing when I was watching it. I was like, oh, God, Brittany's like with me on this part. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, that's clearly not. No. It's just fake nails nails on top. (laughs) (laughs) So, but the funny thing is, is that he's dying in the street right next to who? The doctors who are researching the curse. (laughs) So, and then like right in front of them. His face melts off like this guy's face just melts the fuck off and he dies on the street. And like, as of course, Kong is voodoo dolling him, you know, at the same time. But upside, you think, oh, well, Zhang Ping and Zhang Shen are on board now together about, you know, like magic, of course, right now. Right. And he's like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) So Zhang Shen is like, see, it says he died of a suspected magic spells in the paper, bro. He like they show he shows in the paper to be like, see, it's magic, bro. (laughs) So bro, Song Ping is like, nah, bro, nah, we got to test this shit out. So they discuss doing some sort of autopsy to kind of learn the secrets of the magic. Mm-hmm. 
because he doesn't believe it's magic. But apparently Mr. Kang's family isn't cool with doing autopsies because they're like old school or something, he says. And they wouldn't allow it to happen. So they decide digging him up and testing him is the best course of action. Yeah. Because, you know, nothing like a little grave robbing between doctors to solve the problem, you know? Yeah. Like, Felonies what, solve everything. Like, what fucking doctor in their right mind is going to go out to a fucking grave and dig somebody up? I don't know. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> like, I mean, you got to be pretty desperate and really believe it to dig some fucking dude up. Yeah. He's got to prove it's magic. <laughs> so they dig him up and find out that he's decomposed faster than any normal human would have by this time. And, of course, blame it on the soil. Because, you know, soil. <laughs> With Zeng, Zeng Shen's like, y'all motherfuckers are fucking goddamn stubborn bitches. So the lady friend says, shit, I got an idea. Why don't we just have him put a spell on me and test me? And Zeng Shen's like, aren't you scared of fucking magic, bitch? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> She's like, no, why would I be? I, I, And I'm thinking to myself, well, shit, even if it's not real and it's just some infection, do you really want to have worms teeming throughout your body? Yeah, gross. Like, what the fuck, dude? No. And your face melt off? I mean, that is kind of a high risk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. even if it's not magic, like, what the fuck are you thinking? I mean, I wouldn't volunteer for that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I just, I mean, the shit may not be curable. Clearly, if your face melts off and you die. <laughs> so, I mean. <laughs> that would definitely not be curable. She was all excited <laughs> about it, too. Like, she's all smiling. She's like, just me. It's fine. This is so exciting. Like, oh, yeah. I can't wait to die. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> so excited. So they agree on making some sort of appointment with uh, Kong, the black magician dildo. <laughs> and uh, the plan's in motion. You know, Zhang Shen pretends to be a client to make Zong Ping's wife, Kui Ling, fall for him. And for 10 grand, he agrees. He writes a check, and Kong tries to get him to drink a drink, which he pours into a plant. But as he's pouring it into the plant, Kong looks into the mirror and sees him poured into the plant. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck is this guy up to? Like... Show you, you bitch. Right. And so he picks up his Siamese cat and he's like petting it all like fucking Dr. Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like petting it all fucking serious. And then he like throws it on Zhang Shen. <laughs> yeah. To like scratch his arm and get like his blood under him. But he knows something's up. So I guess, you know, to say, hey, we got your blood, you know, you pull some shit, I'll fucking use it against you. So Kong also gets her to bleed on some glass. I guess she drops something on the floor at a, a store and then he gets her blood. Yeah. Because he's like stalking her in the store and then runs into her. And right. then she drops a jar, I don't know, of pickles or some shit. And then she goes to like a fucking moron, goes to pick it up. He and crushed he like her crushes hand her it. hands into it. Yeah. Yeah. And then collects it on a handkerchief, her, her blood on a handkerchief, like he did with the lady with the rose. Right, prick, pulling the old bleed on the handkerchief. But those are certainly words. Yeah, handkerchief trick. Sure enough, when Kong is doing the blood ritual, though, to make her fall in love with Zhang Shen, he makes two voodoo dolls this time and makes both of them fall in love with each other instead, which they leave in the same house to fuck each other. <laughs> yeah and in another hotel room or something 
And Zong Ping is like, don't you fuck my wife? And he slaps <laughs> the shit out of Zhang Shen, which kind of brings him to his senses. Like, and uh, Margaret, is it Margaret? Oh, no, no, no. It's, it was it's Queeling. Queeling, yeah. yeah. So Queen Ling's all like fighting him. What? Margaret's like sick, right? Yeah, she's in a hospital or something like that. Yeah. So for whatever reason, Zheng Shen kind of snaps out of it after that slap and then goes running to find his wife, Margaret, who's been sick after the surgery. And he goes to check on her, but she's like off feeding Kong some titty milk (laughs) (laughs) again. And she doesn't even have a scar, I don't think. I don't know. Who knows? But she sort of snaps out of it at that point, too, and runs out of Kong's mansion, like, panicked. And Zhang Shen is running to his mansion to find her because he knows that she's there. And they run into each other out in the front yard and die. Because he's not happy about fucking... He drops them into boiling water. Yeah, he drops the wax wax figures. Yeah, Yeah, so they die. Yeah. And then he collects them and keeps them, puts nails in their head. Oh, wait. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, he does do that. And then dunks Kui Ling's wax figure in blood of, I don't know who it is, but it's just blood, which apparently makes her want to kill her husband, Zong Ping. And she bites him and attacks him. But who's that? Is it Gandalf? Is it yeah. Colonel Sanders? Both. Albert Einstein? Is it Bernie? <laughs> All of the above. Nope. It's the white magic man from part one and the alligator wrestler. He's back. He's back. It's Crocodile Dundee. And not only that, he's got a a fucking dead white cat that he just starts beating the shit out of fucking Kui yeah. Ling with. So weird. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. I know. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, I guess because like it's a he's... white cat, it's a reverse magic fucking thing. Knows. I don't fucking know. He's beating her pussy with a pussy. Oh my god, I don't know if it was like sexual like that. <laughs> I don't think it was, but I I don't know. She she eventually submits to his cat fucking flingery. <laughs> cat fucking cat flingery. <laughs> cat beatery. <laughs> I like cat flingery. <laughs> but uh she like submits and then he cuts her back open with a dagger. Like real deep like too. Yeah, it's, like, like it's pretty intense. And it, like, starts spilling all this, like, weird, like, clear green water and worms out of her back. Yeah. And then he starts sucking and spitting out the worms from his mouth. Disgusting. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I guess he's trying to spit out the poison, you know. He's trying to get the black magic out of her. Right. So Kong, at this point, you know, the black magic man isn't too thrilled about this shit happening. And, of course, shoves a a nine-inch nail into one cheek for some reason. And it goes through his mouth and out the other side. Mm -hmm. Then he sticks two of them into both of his hands. Crucifixion style. Yeah, like or like Ashton Kusher in the fucking butterfly effect where he's in the science class. And he's just, he's like, oh, Mrs. King. Bam! And slams his hand on it to wake up. I love that movie. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. I love that movie, too. Such a good movie. Um, I don't know. I guess to try to counter the magic somehow, it's like pressure points or something. I don't know. It's really weird. Um, but ultimately, it kills Albert Einstein. So, or I mean, the, the white magic man. <laughs> Bernie goes down. No. Oh, no. You scared Murray. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Murray's like, I've had it with the shit. But the funny thing is, as the white magic man is dying, like he talks to Fong Ping. Sure. And he's like, 
rips his own eyes out. Like he like the white magic man sticks his hand into his eyes, pulls out his eyes and is like, here, take these wise eyes to fight Kong. And he says, you can find the wax figures in his magic ring to defeat him. Did you say like swallow the wise eyes? Or yes, like that? that's yeah. what it was. You got to eat these wise eyes. I'd be like, fuck you, bro. No, thank you. Yeah, no thanks. But he yeah. does so that he can see like this realm of magic i guess the secret door yeah <laughs> so he get, also gives him an amulet too i think it's the same amulet same one yeah that was like fighting against I, I, who knows it's like the one he was wearing i don't know so after he eats these eyes apparently not only does he have a doctorate in fucking medicine he's got a doctorate in fucking magic <laughs> white magic to be exact a fucking legend of his time um <laughs> So Zong Ping goes right on over to fucking Kong's mansion right after this and even has the the kindness to ring the doorbell, by the way, which I thought was really weird. Yeah. Like, why are you? What You guys aren't friends, dude. You, dude. you just walk in. Like, everyone you know is dead. You don't need to ring the fucking door. Kick the fucking Kick door the down. Door in. Yeah. yeah. Be a man. <laughs> I was like, wow, man. It, <laughs> it's like. So then he answers the door, or he goes in anyway. That's what it was. He goes in anyway, and he's like, hey, man, I'm down to fight. Can you open up? You know, like, <laughs> he enters. He greet, He's greeted by two weird, mumbling statues that are on either side of the door, and they look kind of like Indians, like natives, like like those old totems, like statues. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, everything about it looks weird, like, like wood, but the mouths are like on either side of him. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So Kong comes down saying, what do you want? And Zong Ping is like, yo, dude, the jig is up. I want my friends, bitch. Kong slaps like he, he like slaps his hands together, clapping. And like four zombies that are in hoods, like come out of nowhere and start fighting Zong Ping. And it turns into an action film at this point in time. Yeah. Which was, a, I mean, fighting is okay. It's nothing amazing. Yeah, it's not like fighting with the rake outside. No. <laughs> oh, like in Hobgoblins you're talking about? <laughs> it's excellent. <laughs> but they are, they're like jumping up and down like they're on trampolines, which I thought was really funny. Because like, I don't know, like I've seen yeah, in like... a lot of weird movements. I've seen like old like um, vampire and zombie uh, Chinese films where they like jump. They like hop around. So I'm assuming that's kind of I don't know I don't know what the fuck. Jump on your toes and disable you. That's how they do it. Wait, what? I don't know. <laughs> jump on your toes and break them, and then you can't run away. <laughs> it, it's weird looking. It looks really kind of silly because like you can totally tell it's a fucking trampoline that they're jumping up and down on, but they're just like hopping up and down trying to act normal. But uh, Zong Zong Ping jumps out a window, and then apparently Kong is like they get into a fight, and he chases after Kong. And then all of a sudden, like, this is the weird thing. They get on one of those ski lifts, like not a ski lift, but like a like gondola. Is that what they call it? A, a sky gondola? It's a sky tram. Yeah. Like it was like, you know, it's the ones that like go up on the top of the mountain, but they're like this cat it's carriage. It's to watch, like to look. Yeah. It's, it, it, they're just it's all enclosed. It's a sky tram. Is that what it is? Yeah. That's basically what they're called. Like you can, at amusement parks, you can take them from like one side of the amusement park to the other. Right. Sky tram thing to like see everything. Or if you go, if you like, they have one in like in, um, what the fuck? 
Palm Springs. They have do one they? in Palm Springs like okay. the mountains or some shit. And then well, they do them at ski resorts too for people who don't ski or anything. Right. That's what I was saying. Like That's what I was mountain. saying. Yeah. yeah. They just want to go up to the top of the mountain. It's all visual thing. Right. Yeah. So so they like for some reason the movie turns into a fucking Bond film. Yeah, it was fucking hilarious though. Dude, total seventies fucking oh, I was Bond dying. film, I was dude. Laughing so fucking hard. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? I thought that was like I was like, what and it's a long fight. It was They're like punching each other through the windows and like wrestling out around. Many a time. Like there were so many times where he's like very clearly Oh, and it's it's like it's it's like they had holding like holding on to nothing. <laughs> they had like this fake or like they had like a real physical like one that was made to look like it was hanging from the sky and they yeah. had like a big gigantic it's like the screen. Green screenery ever. Like it was so it was, strange. Yeah, it's definitely pre green screen, but they had like it shining in on the background. It was so fake. Yeah. And they're like fighting all over it, and I just was so distracted by how silly the whole fucking scene <laughs> it's was. <so> stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he jumps into the ocean. Yeah, Kong gets away, and he's like, "I can't believe he got away." And I'm like, "Well, you let he him." Just jumped in the ocean too, you dumbass. He like, yeah, because he because I guess he wanted to get Kong to find his friends or bring him back to life or something. I, I'm so confused. <laughs> Whatever, I don't know either. It was weird. So so they go back to Kong's mansion, right? And he's driving a nail. Kong is driving a nail into the heads of every single dead person, including Zhang Shen his wife, Margaret, and, like, many others. And he's, like, spitting blood on all of them while Huiling and Zhang Ping show up. And he's like, wait here outside, you know, because it's safe. Um, and I'm like, why Why did you bring her? Exactly. Like, I don't, I don't even know why he brought her. What, to, to like, reverse some magic? And stay outside. I don't know. I was, I was so fucking stupid. She gets kidnapped by zombies, by the way, outside in hoods. <laughs> While Margaret and Zhang Shen attack Zhang Ping, but he pulls out their nails from their head in this weird fight scene. He's like, I just wanted to hear like that pop noise. Like, I like didn't a get cork. it, but I wanted to hear it too. <laughs> <laughs> they did have some like silly music in one of the parts. They had a lot of silly music in all of the parts. Oh, when, when Zhang Shen and Kui Ling, which is Zhang Ping's wife or whatever, is like falling in love, they had these weird like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. It was dumb. Like winking noises and shit. Anyway, so Quiling is about to get raped by hooded zombies, apparently, for some reason. And they have like gray faces. Because now, like, whatever. I didn't understand that either. No. So Zong Ping is in the basement where the fucking ritual place is. And he's like, he sets fire to a few wax figures. And it apparently is the same ones that are trying to rape Quiling. I mean,. Luck. I mean, why not? Luck would have it. Yeah, out of all the, like, hundred that are on the wall. Yeah, like, the thousand of them on the wall. (laughs) It happens to be those three. Four. Whatever. (laughs) They all happen to be together, too, which is really weird. (laughs) I don't know. set each other on fire at this point. I think he fought some other zombies down there. He was, like, running into different compartments. Yeah, he fought a bunch of different ones. It was kind of silly. But then Zong Ping, he uses his amulet to kind of like he's fighting Kong sort of in the basement, I think is what it was. And he uses like the amulet to melt the other remaining zombies, um, which was pretty cool, actually. Like they just fall on the ground and just like melt like fucking the Wicked Witch of the West. (laughs) And then he threatens Kong, which he says, I still have your wife, bro. Don't kill me yet. Yeah. So they like go back upstairs to find her and the house is on fire because he set the zombies on fire upstairs and she's like passed out. 
So they're like falling from the second floor off the balcony or some shit, right? That was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's and, like madness, like just of dying zombies everywhere. I don't know. It's it's it, there's a lot going on in this scene. There's a whole lot. It's just a whole lot of fuckery like put into 5 minutes. <laughs> I'm like what is going on? Somehow Zong Ping actually drops the amulet or something like that and Kong uses his ring against him. But Q Ling comes up and like chops off his arm with the ring. <laughs> and Zong Ping takes the fucking amulet and melts the shit out of Kong while the mansion kind of like burns behind them and they kind of like embrace and then it's over. Over. Two was, second credits and gone. I was so annoyed because it was just like this happens and then they're like next to each other and then it's like credits. I'm like, really? I know. Really? I mean, I'm glad it's over. But there was really? some funny shit, though. Like, I was just laughing the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I was laughing mostly because it was just so ridiculous. <laughs> and I was like, this is great. Mouse can't wait to watch these movies. Oh, he hasn't. Oh, he hasn't watched them yet. No. <laughs> we need to watch the Human Lanterns trailer so we can get on that early. And if we can, I'll check and see if Corpse Mania is available somewhere. Yeah. Uh, that we can watch. Sounds good. Yeah, because I feel like. I don't know. I just like I like this silly shit, man, because like even though it's like hard to focus and we got to like take a lot of fucking notes like it's I don't know. It's just kind of fun that way. I don't know. So I think this is one of the best love stories. Um, it's amazing. It's that have ever been made. It's so good. <laughs> it's better than a notebook. Yeah. Like, what did you guys think? Have you seen these movies? Because I would love to hear if you have. Like, please sound off in the comments and let us know. Which do you prefer more and why? Things like that. I would love to hear what you think. Personally, I think it's it's a no contender. Uh, the second one is always going to be the best one just because it's not a typical <laughs> fucking movie and it's just fucking out there. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Just the fact that I've never even heard of this nails in the head thing. I should have looked that up. I thought that was excellent. I feel like I've seen that before, though. Maybe. It might be like like old like Chinese like traditions. Yeah, like I've definitely or... seen that in a movie or something before. Because apparently they're speaking Mandarin in this movie, Sounds like in right. both of them. So I don't know. I don't know the differences, the subtle differences. But, uh, but yeah, guys, that's it for this week's episode. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our little breakdown of the whole fucking movie. I hope that to God that you could have followed along. And if you listen this far... Let me know, please just just sound off in the comments because I love hearing from you guys. Uh, it's one of the best parts about doing this show. So um, next week we will be back. Uh, I got uh, my buddy Try Hard Heroes, who's going to be coming on to do a grave plots with us. So we don't know what that's going to be about yet. Um, but uh, Brittany's going to be taking a break that week. And then coming back, hopefully we'll be doing something fun for the following week. But we'll definitely let you guys know. We got Brightburn coming up. Check the 27th, that. I think, or yeah. 26th. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for stopping by this week. If you know somebody that would enjoy these, uh, our little rants about these movies, uh, please share it with them. Tell your mom I love her. And uh, we'll see you next week. And as always. <laughs> like, that was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Stay weird, monsters. Stay weird, monsters.